Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, welcome to Unmastered the Podcast. I am your host, Atenda Zimbandu, aka The Ultra Poet, aka The Boy With No Boundaries. And this is the podcast where I get to host the contributors to the hip-hop genre, the hip-hop culture. We know it, we love it. And today I'm hosting somebody that I, I like, I bumped his music. Uh, recently, I just caught wind of him. I don't know why he wasn't all that out there, because it's actually quite good. Uh, his name is Reaper. Hey man, introduce yourself. Yo, um, my name is Reaper and I'm a hip-hop artist based in Harare, Zimbabwe and yeah, specialize in Afro-hop. Um, Afro-hop is where, whereby you blend African elements. There might be stories or instrumentation and then, you know, blend them with the sound of the hip-hop culture. So yeah, that's me. All right, you gave us a bit about yourself. Um, you 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 talked about Afro hope. I I I came across that term before, but I'm not quite sure what it is about. So maybe you could tell us more about what you do and what Afro hope is. Yeah, you might have come across that from Six the Laws page or my page. Yeah, we usually use that term to describe the kind of sound that we're working on. So basically, Afrohop is a sub-genre within the hip-hop genre that focuses on blending African cultural elements. It may be through the storytelling on the songs or through the presentation of the songs or through even the sound. And then we blend them with hip-hop. Um, cultural elements it may be from an MCing point of view or from a DJing point of view or through graffiti which nowadays we can refer that to the artwork that we use so yeah and um, I rap I rap <laughs> you spend all the time explaining uh, what our hope is and actually did you say what you do but then it's all right. Uh, so you are a rapper, and and you just recently dropped a single. We're not going to talk about that now. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Now let's talk about your journey. Who is Reaper in terms of uh, your evolution? Where did you start? How did you start? What inspired you? What uh, sparked that um, uh, love for hip hop music that you have at this point? uh what, what's the one point that you remember or that's so vivid that you remember to to say like um this is where this is where it all started what's that point in your life and how has it been from that point to now <laughs> yo bro like I, I like this question um i started rapping in 2008 but i was already in the hip-hop culture so basically reaper began rapping uh in 2008 although he started formally recording in 2009 so yeah um i would say that um one of the closest inspirations is my older bro he's also a producer he produces in many genres yeah um his name siggy phantom although most people may know him with different names and spaces so yeah what my older bro used to do was we'd watch cartoon network me and my lighty so he would just pull up for the holidays then he'd just change channels you know 
watching channel lore and the likes and they used to agitate me a lot but then as I later began growing up in primary I began vibing to hip-hop as the area that I used to stay in a lot of people used to vibe to a lot of hip-hop although we vibed to urban grooves but hip-hop was the staple I mean my neighbors next door literally were you know masala these people would like to tame that in shwana so they used to bump to the freshest hip-hop cuts so then yeah well i grew up then liking the music but then in 2008 i remember one of my homies got um dissed although it wasn't really like a battle per se so i just wrote a couple lines and one of my classmates just said yo bro can you rap on this then I, I can't say that it was by it was by skill, that was by luck. I sat in pocket and yeah, kids were like, yo dude, you can actually rap. So I started continuing to write rhymes and then went into a battle rap and the zombie of mine, Dominic Chuos, rest in peace to the homie, literally thrashed me three rounds I couldn't even survive so yeah at that point in time I told myself nah battle rap is not for me so I continued writing and my first track dropped in 2009 with the same homie who had um, dissed me the year before in a rap battle and this other homie of mine named um, Boy T shout out to the OG so yeah from 2010 whilst I was still in high school, A-level, I was just linking up with different individuals, you know, recording and performing at um, talent shows. And after high school, we went to Varsity. I was by UZ, so what I would do was people would find me during lectures only. After lectures, I was in the booth. I remember releasing my first tape in um, 2013 in May, if I'm not mistaken, titled School of Trap, The Last Changa Mire. Before that, in 2012, I was recording a bunch of singles, then I just lumped them up into one EP titled Changa Mire Valley Prologue to the School of Trap. Then 2014, I dropped another tape titled uh, School of Track 2, The Journey Continues. So yeah, in 2015, I was supposed to drop an EP titled Under the the Dome, but something happened. The guy I was working with deleted my vocals, so we couldn't have the tracks remastered. So yeah, I went into a phase where I was just dropping singles. And so I linked up with Six, Six The Law. We did a single called Thank You and yeah after that single we decided to explore further and we worked on the ep titled veritas the boy who seeks the truth whereby we dropped that in um 20 2018 yeah and uh um, yeah i forgot to mention that in 2018 i also did an ep titled the good die young yeah and that ep was done solely because i wanted to explore I was searching for the sound, I was searching for like the type of sound that I could vibe with and yeah. But generally the journey has been 
quite how, how will I describe it the journey has been up has been going up and down but as always I like the process more than the outputs yeah I can celebrate that yo I have this track that's out but in all honesty for me the process you know getting to record a song and then you know waiting for that song to be mixed and mastered at times even waiting for the instrumental to just come through so yeah man um well uh, i've taken long to explain the journey but yeah i actually even filtered out a lot of details but yeah man i hope i answered your question this time around oh like you shouldn't have filtered that that's why you are here we are here to listen to your story you are here to tell your story bro we are here to listen that's the, that's the most important thing that's the reason why i started like this podcast it's because i want to hear the stories i want to know because everybody out there is going to be like who is reaper now i know that you started that way back because i haven't dig that deep into your discography that i would have guessed that you've been on this for like um 10 years or more i would have thought like maybe four because that's where uh, my knowledge of your music uh, gets back to, you know. So you, you you shared a lot about your journey from way back. I wouldn't have guessed, as I said before, that you would say have started your music journey in 2009. Though things started to shape up in the uh, early 2010s to the mid-2010s. How has that journey been for you? Um, let's talk about the, the, the mishaps and the successes. Let's talk about all that. How, what, what are the highlights of that journey? Uh, maybe the big moments and the low moments uh, from when you started to now releasing the rain with uh, dance or keda yo um yeah i i understand you very well so i'm not a filter all right um if i remember correctly i would, I would have to say my first set was on this variety show that was hosted by saint dominic's in 2009 I remember a lot of people were quite skeptical about me um, hearing my set properly because I used to forget the lines that I was supposed to drop. But then, I wouldn't then pause. I would freestyle to the part where I kept forgetting. So, people were like, ah, we hope you won't fumble on stage. My guy, I stuck to the script and I did what I had to do and boom, we were done. And I think at that moment, I then realized that, oh, yeah, I, I can actually do this. Then another highlight would definitely be misuse at 2014. <laughs> Trust me, I, I personally felt like, okay, um, I had a great rehearsal, but then the final performance was marred by the mic that I was now using because we used different mics when we rehearsed and when we did our final performance. But then looking, uh, looking uh, in hindsight of the performance, I then realized that um, I should have asked the range of the mic that I was using because it was a cordless mic, but I hadn't uh, confirmed that. So yeah, that, that, was, that was a dope highlight. Which other highlight was that? Man, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say 2019's Youth Power Praise. I was doing this song called um, Street Gospel, whereby I was wearing the Germans. 
but this time around I was wearing the garments and the sandals and I had this um, bag, this Mazbaba um, bag as well, which is white and stuff like that. Like to be honest, I just remember preparing to go to do my set, but otherwise with the whole set I don't even remember like what was happening or you know like the energy it, 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 i felt like i transcended um, i transcended to some other plane but then yeah uh, i like that set i like i love that set then um in 2020 we'll, yeah in 2020 central sundays hosted by third world entertainment i was going after pro beats and pro beats had already set the set the stage blazing so now i hit my first track after i hit my first track um i really had fumbled because there was miscommunication between me and the dj so it was now crunch time on the second track when i got when i got on speed on the second track and then when i performed one of like one, one of the people's favorite joints uh, it was game over um yeah, I also had um, 2015's appearance uh, at YGT, hosted by Prometheus. Uh, yeah, that yo yeah, that that one's a highlight as well. That one's a highlight. I loved that. Then oh yeah, now yeah, now my memory is acting proper. There's this other DJ I met. I forgot his name, but then it was in 2014. He he's he played one of the joints that I gave him on radio. It was around quarter to twelve p.m. I sat through the whole dude's show. He was like, "I'm gonna play your song on radio." I spent the whole three hours waiting for that song to be played. And when it got played, I think it was only me and two niggas who were listening to um, to the radio at that time. And yeah. Uh, it, it was good vibes yeah i also had um the 2012 ygt freestyle sessions hosted by karma aka young marley bro we went four consecutive times <laughs> we went four consecutive times i remember on the other episode we had to freestyle to impress one of like the lady presenters and funny enough i won very funny enough yeah um well, what other highlight man besides the rain ah bro um it's quite a lot then mishaps yeah there are a lot of mishaps including like arriving in shows whereby you your the mic's not really set proper or you know but one um mishap that i really remembered well in my journey that that really caught my attention was when this um producer dude i was working with on the ep that i told you i had shelved deleted my vocals like man i i personally went into that to into a moment of i wouldn't say depression but i was quite pissed because i had already prepared for the project and i had hyped it up and i had communicated with the peeps whom I was supposed to communicate with about the project so it was already something that was prepared and already in motion but then I was now realizing that oh okay I may have to restart and 
from that period whereby my vocals were deleted up until i released an ep in late 2018 i was just releasing singles but i wasn't really you know mentally and emotionally prepared to work on an to work on an on a project so yeah that, that was one mishap Ooh, i'm trying to think of other mishaps um i'm trying to think of other mishaps uh now nah, for now i'm gonna mention this if i if i have another if i have another one most definitely i'll share it through yeah that's such a story man that's such a story you you seem to have a rich background you have seen it all if i might say and now what's left is just to go up and up and up and up and and i don't know if this is the right words these are the right words actually uh to say that you haven't really hidden that point or gotten to that point or, or blown up if, 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 I, if i'm to use that tempo for a lack of better words and 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 and, and for for this sake I'm, I'm talking about numbers how has uh that been for you uh you know certain rappers are putting out an, an, a mixtape and they blow up they're putting out two three singles and they're blowing up but you've been on the grind your audience is growing organically obviously bit by bit how do you feel about blowing up do you feel like it's something that you'd want do you feel like it's something that's coming or like what's what, what's your idea of that uh, can you take us through that mm, a very interesting question question and observation yeah um i mean everyone wants you know numbers for numbers don't lie they yeah numbers numbers actually elevate the grind and you know even like some of my favorite rappers they've got numbers that back them up you know what i mean but for me um i'm way more focused on the content of the work and the quality on the work and behind the work because um in all honesty even you know some of my favorite rappers numbers even though they may be less but they're doing fine it's only that in the in the in the space that we're in numbers do work so you'd need to have quite a lot of numbers and for me in all honesty yeah now numbers are important i believe their numbers are important but there are ways within which we can get those numbers and not compromising on the content and not compromising on the quality because for me it's more about quality control me and the guys that i work with it's all about quality control the quality of the content the quality of the sound even the quality of the presentation of the content and the individual and the persona as well so yeah um yeah i'd like i'd, I'd like to blow up mainstream wise but um yeah i'll just deal with the card that i've been given you know and continue to churn out dope work that's basically how i'll answer this but man yeah numbers are important bro because with numbers you can get to certain um sports and you know you can get to link up with certain producers that you'd want to work with so yeah numbers can get you close to some of the people that you'd want to work with but yeah even even if i don't really like blow up mainstream wise i'm still content 
with the work done and with the numbers and with the fans i don't like calling people who listen to my music fans i actually like prefer i prefer calling them a tribe or something like that yeah but most definitely yeah who who doesn't want to blow up everybody wants to blow up but then they'll come up with statements like ah my music is conscious so you will not really blow up my music is conscious but i need the numbers too you know um i, I would want to work with uh with a guy like wrestlers or the monkey nuts but for me to get to that to to those guys i need to have you know a certain leverage so that you know when they say yo reaper let's work you know yes they are respecting the work but also you are also giving them something you know what i mean so yeah it's it's um it's important to have numbers but also let's not forsake the quality of the content and the quality of the work and the quality of the marketing so yeah i hope um i hope i broke this um science down properly all right still on the point what's your view on the people that are blowing up right now or the music the kind of sound that is blowing up right now that's making 200,000 500,000 dreams right now i don't want to mention any names i don't want to step on any toes what are your views on the people that are representing the semi pop genre uh or uh, the semi pop sound at this uh point in time what are your views on that <laughs> um you're avoiding controversy i see yeah let me just uh shake up the room a little bit um yeah a lot of people may talk crap about uh tiguan's but he's making the music you know people love hearing you know what i mean even though people may say ah it's not the you know hip-hop that we used to but bro even your ogs were doing stuff that even we would actually say like eh, that's a bit crazy do you know what i mean um people have different tastes and people have different ways they consume music so um i, I would personally blame that on the consumer otherwise uh yeah if someone says um our pills is not a dope rapper like bro he's connecting with the people that's what's important he's spend is speaking out his message is speaking his truth um let me actually like take it to the state side this time around um if um someone says migo saying you know real hip-hop you know what i mean it's just numbers the, the content is not proper like um i would i don't blame i don't blame the, the guys doing what they're doing getting out there go up um pushing their hustle yeah i i, I may disagree on the content but they are voicing out something that the society has been voicing out you know what i mean so i'd rather put the blame on society but yeah man um shout out to all those dudes who are making you know numbers there they're, they're doing something for the hip-hop culture they're making hip-hop culture the pop culture so yeah we need that in as much as yes um reap is focused on you know educating the masses and doing stuff like that we also need those people who you know make their ratchet music or you know that um weed music yeah the the universe needs to have a balance we are in a society whereby there is good and evil so yeah 
but um, what I'd be worried about more is the the quality you know the quality still has to be important but yeah um those who have those who are those who have a lot of views in zim even though people are saying ah it's bubblegum i remember i was reading this other post where some other people were saying takura is not takura is not hip-hop yeah well dude can rap but not rapping at a scenic level you know but still he is doing hip-hop he's representing hip-hop so instead of us saying man mandem is not doing hip-hop let's just celebrate um his take on the culture his understanding of the culture because what's important is understanding the culture and applying the culture so yeah shout out to all those g's who are making a lot of views out there and yeah if anybody feels any type of way about this response yo man we ready for you bro <laughs> the culture is not your mom's culture it's the culture let people do what they got to do to get the grind as long as they're not you know um stepping their toes on another human's dignity you know what i mean there has ever been any more articulate and very uh correct and very good and very I don't know. I'm sure of words on how I can explain this response. It's so good. It's so, uh, it's so on point. It sounds like you have your manager right now telling you what to say. But hey, I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's 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 this talk about less and less people making it to the mainstream in Zimbabwe, and especially in the hip hop uh, music scene. There is caps one or two per year that's all we get but then in dance or in other, any other genre there are people that are escaping to the mainstream what can we do as a culture to promote more artists coming up to to the foreground um, coming up to to, to the to the mainstream uh, more and more and more so that we have more people that are benefiting from from the industry what do you think is the difference between like uh, having essay uh having like two top guys who are like 10 20 that are making money in zim we have like four five six only people that are making money uh on the on top of the hip-hop food chain what's with that how what can we change to maybe make the environment better <laughs> yeah shout out to sixth law shout out to don man shout out to wise council yeah we have conversations on these so i just take notes on how they articulate ideas and then I just implement them as I share what's, you know, what's on my heart. But with regards to this, uh, 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 to be honest, like look at how SA Hip Hop blew up, how even Zim Dancehall blew up. People were moving as, um, people were moving as a movement. Even the choir, is it the choir? No, it's the house scene in, in Josie in 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 uh, south africa actually those peeps were sending music to you know the the taxis the commuter omnibuses they were moving as a movement one of the main issues yeah the bag is important securing the bag is important but you secure the bag more if you move as a movement as a culture because imagine J Soldier drops a project. I retweeted another rapper, let's say for example, Red I Am, 
or prophecy caught in the answer bus like almost every rapper in in the christian rap scene is actually talking about that project every hip-hop individual is actually like checking out the project or even just retweeting it you know what i mean we we can gain traction because right now the traction is there but the traction is just centered on a few individuals yeah people would also like to blame the consumer we will get at that one day but for now we need to start moving as a movement you know what i mean if, uh, if asaf drops a project it shouldn't be about blues or harare or you know this you know young men's sports we let's we we now need to transcend we, we we move as a culture yeah i've noticed even though like krs1 you know is a conscious rap as people like to say it but he has no issues with uh peeps who are doing the type of music that he usually doesn't do i remember that at the time he would actually say he doesn't have issues with mainstream mainstream artists getting their bag he just has issues with the content but he doesn't have an issue with them getting the bag because at the end of the day everybody gotta eat right so yeah um people gotta move there's a movement bro like let's say for example if cottage 47 is dropping something you know even just a retweet even though you don't like play the project just respect the work that's been put in you know what i mean it won't it won't harm anyone if you play one or two tracks you know from another rapper's project because i i i've personally noticed that you know uh people are more concerned about okay um i hope this you know move works out for me but yeah um as the bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive so i think we should we as rappers we should give more to the culture and trust me the benefits will be large if we move as a movement just look at zim dance or just look at you know the house scene in sa so yeah man i i can't emphasize anything else on this ah uh, man you are so articulate i have nothing to add i usually have things to add but i don't uh, so I'm just gonna move on. Let's talk about um, the rain, the single. Uh, it's off of your upcoming album, or is it a mixtape? Is it? Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, so take us into the journey of you making the single uh, with Dance Oketa. It's a very good song, very very refreshing sound. Uh, you made uh, you made me aware of the idea that it was a sample. Uh, from the zigzag band but still at this point it's a very refreshing sound in the hip-hop scene on the hip-hop scene uh, so tell us the the the, 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 the story behind uh, you making the ring uh, with the people that you worked with and how it fits into the whole idea of your upcoming project and how that project came to be and where it's coming all right bro uh... We were having a conversation, we had sent a couple instrumentals and I think I had bumped to one or two. After we bumped to one or two, he then sent the rain. I remember asking him, bro, what did you chop? He just said zigzag band. So I didn't really, you know, 
dig deep to uh, to search for the joint that he chopped but then uh okay okay i wrote to the rain in april like during the, the first the, the initial lockdown guan so after the track was written i just wrote the verses then i left the space for the hook empty so i was having an idea for I was having an idea for the hook, so I, was just, I just hummed what I needed the hook to, you know, to have. So as I hummed, I just left it like that, and I sent the sample ideas to Six the Law. So Six was like, yo, bro, if this joint is done properly, we might have a bang on our hands. So, yeah, I then laid the idea dormant, you know, I was just listening to the verses, just rehearsing and fixing where I needed to fix and then I actually recorded the track if it's not late September it's mid-October then before I before I went to record I was actually having a conversation with Danzo Keda we we go way back he's the OG I will let him tell tell y'all how how we've been you know working as uh, collaborators um so around yeah so when, as i was about to record the, the track i just hollered at the dude and i was like yo bro i have a um, hook that i got but i need what someone who can lace uh the hook in this type of lane so i just gave him you know uh, the, the the humming hummings that i was doing on the hook and I wasn't even on key, so yeah, when he heard that, he was like, yo, bro, I think I got something for this. Then, um, you know, Keda did what he did, and then I was like, yo, fam, we can actually do this. So, yeah, as we spoke about it, I had to wait up until, you know, like, end of March for the vocals. So, Danzo Keda actually, you know, helped me this other time. He was like, yo, bro, I just finished the track, sent the email to Six for mixing, and it's a wrap. So, yeah, after he said that, Six apped the next day. He was like, yo, bro, you need to holler at a videographer and start working on a visual for this joint. I'm sending through this joint real soon. So, yeah, I then knew that, okay, we have something in our hands. Um... With regards to the rain linking up with the upcoming project, the Boom Baptist, um, it was placed in a position whereby after we described the character of the setting, we're now describing the ethos, you know, the ethos, the values, the core beliefs and the thoughts. Because basically the project is more or less like a character, you know, ruminating through, through different situations and understandings of the communities around them so yeah and yeah the project is coming it's dropping in june i don't know when but it's dropping in june but yeah trust me the project is fire been listening to the project Oof. um i actually wanted to keep it a bit longer in the votes but then yeah monday i'm gonna work on other projects as well and yes most definitely it's an album although y'all are getting it for free via Mediafire, the direct download. If you're those who like streaming, yeah, it's gonna be on Audio Mac on YouTube. 
but most definitely those are the platforms whereby you're going to receive the project so yeah hey i hope i answered you i hope i answered every question yebo yes the album is coming the boom baptist is coming the boom baptist is coming the boom baptist uh that's the most awesome uh album title that i've had in a while my god how did you think of that so before uh, we wrap this up i ask the questions up. let's talk about your influences what are some of the influences that you had maybe in movies music whatever that just shaped who you are as an artist maybe you can take us into why are you called reaper where did that come from and who shaped your sound maybe the rappers that you looked up to as you were growing up uh, as we wrap up the podcast <laughs> oh yeah um I'm, I'm gonna start with the name reaper so yeah initially when i started rapping i used to call myself the green reaper but then uh, after watching those truth behind hip-hop things i then just decided to cut off the green you know because the green reaper used to take souls and stuff like that but then in the bible there are peeps who are named reapers right they're the ones who come out and you know collect the harvest and you know prepare the the uh, prepare the, the the stocks of you know what the, uh, the soils have sold onto the ground so basically reaper is just um an individual who you know seeks to explain the dichotomy of the you reap what you sow um i will not call it theory I'll not call it theory. I think the you reap what you sow idea. Yeah, but then um, yeah, as I was growing up, my early influences included Eminem, Kanye West, Lil Wayne, uh, who else? Who else? Yeah, but gorillas. Yeah, but yes, gorillas. Then um, yeah, so I finished high school. Yeah, I was getting. I was now listening to a lot of drake and rick ross then when i started my varsity um yeah before i started varsity i remember during like my a-level studies i used to play lasers like every time i remember when i was studying after studying i'll play lasers then get back to studying you know what i mean so yeah um shout out to lupe fiasco's lasers that album you know that album even though he hates it but yeah man that was my introduction to lupe fiasco so after high school i looked for other lupe fiasco you know music so i started by listening to lasers then food and liquor 2 then food and liquor then the cool i caught on to the cool a bit late but yeah it is what it is then yeah all these other albums the tetsu and youth uh drug is light um, drug is wave and you know yeah even the recent house ep like lupe's lupe is one of my favorite he's actually my favorite mc um another influence aka <laughs> yeah bro, yes yeah bro, yes mr kenan forbes major influence as well um i'll add kanye west i'll add um sky zoo other influences besides rap uh oh yeah i forgot jakey hill perry that woman can speak my god 
Mm, from Zim, I'd say, um, yeah, I, I would have wanted to say Kingpin, but to be honest, uh, I salute, I listen to, I salute you. Uh, I, I liked Kingpin's technique, but I was more influenced by 10 Diamond, especially like student at game three. I zoned out on that project a lot. Um, yeah, um, what, what else? Man, like, there's a whole list of musical influences, movies. Ooh, yeah, movies is going to be tough. I'll add The Matrix. Um, I'll add Catch Me If You Can by Leonardo DiCaprio. I like the way I was confident in his lying. Um, which other movie? Which other movie? Uh, with, with movies. Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Dragon Ball. The, the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, bro, yes. So, I'm a fan of that most definitely um what else yeah pokemon pokemon was an early influence in Yu-Gi-Oh gx Ooh, okay okay books books days um ah, i forgot this yeah the prophet by Kalo Gibran. it's a philosophical item i like how the way he was presenting his ideas uh which book yo my recent um favorite book is the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. That's a must read for everyone. Everyone gotta read their book. Everyone gotta read their book. Um, yeah, another another recent addition to my favorite books was Jake Jackie O'Perry's Good uh, Good God Gay uh, Good God uh, Gay Girl, whereby she was explaining of how she you know she went from being straight to being a lesbian and then coming back straight as well. So yeah. I really liked how she narrated her story. Uh, what else, man? There's a lot. I, I there's a lot of inspiration. I, I soak from a lot of inspiration, man. Yo, man, I understand. First thing, first time when I heard Reaper, I, I obviously thought of the Grim Reaper. Then the way you explained it, yeah, made so much sense. And you mentioned so many influences that I couldn't like catch them all. But I, oh, I mostly called the Matrix, uh, Jackie Hill Perry, and a lot of other stuff like the Eminems and the Drakes and all that stuff. I, I can definitely see you being influenced by a lot of stuff because at the end of the day, it it it, it makes you into a whole unique uh, person. So let's boil it down to a list of ten things uh, that are specific. So I'm gonna ask you. This is the game that I play with most of my guests. I'm gonna ask you uh, number one what's your favorite movie two tv show three visual artists number four color number five meal country car brand rapper album and producer no explanations here just mentioning that and 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 and, and seeing where it goes after that all right um my favorite movie tough one um matrix reloaded TV show Oof. Uh, this one is very tricky favorite TV show man uh, uh, I'm just gonna do the unthinkable over here Dragon Ball Z visual artist oh word 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 uh, videographer I, do. I really like don't take names but um, 
Yeah, this dude who's doing Drake videos is doing the most right now. He's doing the most right now. He's Theo, Theo Scudra, yeah. He's doing the most right now. Um, color. Ugh. Tricky as well. <laughs> Very tricky. I'll go with red. Favorite meal. Most definitely rice and chicken. Chicken is bay, bro. Chicken is bay. Um, favorite country. Very tricky. Um, favorite country. Uh, yeah. Um, I have to. I'll have to add the USA because that is where you know this culture of ours originates from. Then car brand BMW. No doubt about that. A rapper, most definitely Lupe Fiasco. Album. Graduation by Kanye West, producer Jay Dilla. Okay, that was quick, man. That was quick. Uh, you seem to to be uh, decided, especially Kuma, favorite rapper, favorite album, favorite producer. That's where most people, like most rappers or most hip hop heads, would uh, stumble around. Bro, we've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and I would like to, I would like for you to thank. Um, the people that have been listening, uh, our, our listeners, your fans, and as I thank you, uh, thank you so much for coming through. I know it hasn't been easy, uh, a lot was hindering this podcast or episode to, to be done, but we put through, man. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, what would be your last words, uh, especially for someone who is in your shoes, who is in the place that you are, or uh, in the place that you have been before as an artist what you do you want to say to them and to the fan that is listening to this podcast from the start to this point what would you say to them as your last words as a goodbye on the podcast oh word man word it was a trip yeah I understand bro like um, yeah uh, everything will happen in due time Everything will happen in due time. Just want to thank all y'all who have been listening to this from, you know, the get-go and those who came around um, to this point point in time. And, yeah, disclaimer, I actually have a list of favorite albums. So I just picked the one that was closest to my mind. But, yeah, that's what's up. Um, Yeah, to... The person that's listening who's who's in my shoes or you know someone from the tribe just do the thing fam just do the thing you know just do the thing but yeah when you do the thing you need to calculate is this thing you know moving towards my purpose or moving towards my god-given purpose and direction because at the end of the day man you know man was designed to live according to purpose so yeah just do the thing, you know, word, and yeah, thank you very much for having me on your podcast, peace, love, and blessings, and yeah, eat your chicken every day, bro, yeah, bro, my name is Reaper, again, and yeah, shout out to the Ultra Poet, Ultra Poet, for yeah, this dope podcast, people of the culture, pull through, support your G, Thank you. 
Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Reaper, man, as he has said. Uh, I dude. Uh, great dude. If he blows up, just know your first head him here, man. Uh, he's got a new single out called The Rain featuring Dance Okeda. Go check it out. It's on right there. Uh, we've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, until next time, follow us on social media at the Trader on Facebook, on Instagram, correct us on Apple Podcasts, and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. Until next time.